0: Hey, balancers, and welcome to one of the final episodes of 2022. I can't believe we're here. I feel like this year has completely flown. And I know I feel like I say that at the end of every year, but this one in particular for me, with the big move to Dubai, changing jobs around, and just being on the go, it really, really has flown. And I can't believe I'm sitting here recording this end of year episode. But for those of you who have been with us throughout the year, whether you've recently joined, or you've been an OG balancer, I'm so grateful that you're choosing to share your self-growth journey with me. It's a wild ride, but it's awesome to be here doing it together, so thank you for tuning in. Today, I'm gonna be sharing six powerful questions to help you reflect on 2022. Now, it was actually really hard for me to pick just six, and when I was brainstorming this episode, I actually had a lot of questions, a lot of things I wanted to reflect on, but I personally feel that more isn't necessarily better, in this situation. And I feel if we just have a set bunch of things to really intentionally focus on, to ground ourselves and reflect, it can be a lot more powerful than having so many things to divert our attention to. So I've really fine-tuned this one down to six particular questions that I think will serve really nicely to give you a springboard for 2023, but also to really connect with the experience that you've had in 2022. Now, it's totally up to you whether you wanna journal these out, whether it's a bit more of like a meditative mental process where you just think about it, whether you write it out like a question and answer, however you wanna do this, it is totally up to you. I'm just offering the questions today and you may do with them whatever you please. Just before I dive in and share the six questions, I wanna just point out that this is the last week that we're having our survey open. So if you're a balancer who's been loving the show, I really want your feedback for 2023. It will take you five or 10 minutes to fill out this quick survey I've put together and every response really helps me fine tune and perfect the vision for 2023 so that I can continue to give you guys more content that you enjoy and maybe even test out some new things that come through as requests. So please don't hold back on giving me your thoughts. I'm an open book and really looking forward to reading all of your thoughts there. So the link is in the show notes. Save this one for just after the episode and it is only going to be open for a couple more days. So now's your chance to get in with some feedback. All right let's dive into the six questions. So the first one is what is the best thing that happened to you this year? Now I don't want us to isolate this to just one thing because often that can be actually quite difficult to choose. I mean when you're starting to think about all the highlights in the year sometimes you feel a bit lost in terms of what to pick and nothing really springs to mind so what i want us to do is to break this down into the balance areas i want us to think of what is the best thing that happened in the context of your health could it be that you successfully stuck to a new fitness regime maybe you've been consistent with your meditation maybe you're really proud of your dedication to a particular activity whatever it is i want you to think of the best thing that's happened in your health then we're going to move on to relationships Now, this is open to you to decide the best thing, whether it's in the context of friendships, your love life, or something within your family context. But I want you to think of the best thing that's happened in there. And last but not least, our area of fulfillment. Again, this isn't limited to just your career. If you have some hobbies, if you have something you volunteer in, something you're studying, that all falls under this umbrella too. So have a think about the best thing that happened into each of the balance areas And it serves as a really beautiful grounding moment to remind you of the best moments of the year. And I think that's always a beautiful place to start to really give us a sense for what the year has brought us. Number two is what is the most important lesson you learned this year? Now, what I want you to do here, and you're going to have to think about this one deeply, I want you to put it in one sentence. I don't want you to write a paragraph about what you learned this year. I want you to put it in a sentence, almost like a blank statement to yourself. And I'm going to share mine because it's something I've been reflecting on too. And that is that often I'm my biggest obstacle. And once I learn to navigate and overcome that, I have the ability to achieve whatever my heart desires. So that's something I've learned this year, that that often I'm the one standing in my own way. It's not somebody else's fault. It's not because of something external. I'm often my biggest obstacle. So that's my statement for the lesson I've learned this year. And really think about this one. You might want to think about some of the challenges you've overcome, some of the really tough moments and what that's taught you in retrospect, because sometimes it's nice to just have a very obvious, simple statement to help us condense that learning and reflect on it. The third one, most of you may not have heard this question in a lot of reflections. I certainly haven't mentioned it in the past, but I was thinking about it this year and thought it was absolutely well worth coming into the top six questions. And that is, what were the most useful resources you had? So that could be from people in your life, to time that you put in your calendar, to access, to material or knowledge, to books you've read, to podcasts you've listened to. What have been the most useful resources for you personally? And when we say useful, it could be in the context of your work or in the context of your self-growth. Whatever you want to define, what's been the most useful to you? And the reason it's so important to call these out is so you know what you want to stick around or feature in 2023. So if particular people have been amazing mentors or inspiration for you or certain podcasts, hopefully this one, maybe books as well. They're all things that you want to keep doing in the new year so that support can carry over. But we only know what's been the best or worked the most once we actually reflect and have had a bit of time to see how it's panned out. So make a note of the things that have been the best for you and make sure they're things that feature in the year to come. Number four, I love this one. How are you different to the version of you a year ago? And this one, I want us to break into the three areas of our balance as well. So how are you different in your health to what you were a year ago? Maybe it's new realizations you've had with your fitness Maybe you've strengthened your relationship with your body. Maybe you've had a revolutionizing routine with your diet. How are you different to yourself a year ago with your health? Same thing with your relationships. Maybe you've got some new relationships. Maybe you've shaped some old ones. Just note how you're different to you were a year ago in the context of your relationships. And lastly, as well with work, maybe you've had some progress. Maybe you've had a pay rise. Maybe you've broadened the scope of your responsibilities and your role maybe you've started a side hustle or really seriously started taking up a hobby just consider how you're different and the reason this is so powerful and i love this one is because it really helps you put into context what you have achieved and how far you've come because often we chase goals once we hit that goal or that milestone we automatically just focus and pivot to the next one and we so rarely stop and reflect on how far we've come how proud us one year ago would be of where we are today. And I know sometimes we can reflect and think we haven't really progressed. And if you're sitting here feeling like things aren't too different to where you were this time last year, I can guarantee even if you can't point out something tangible like a pay rise or a new relationship or a new exercise class or whatever it is, I can guarantee you've had some mindset shifts that have contributed to you being in a different mental position to what you were a year ago. So have a deep think on this one. Don't limit yourself to just physical things and note how you've grown or are different from how you were a year ago. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? you've seriously regressed in any area, that you're in a worse off position to where you would like to be from a year ago, it also serves as a really powerful reflection of an area that you need to focus on in the year to come. So either way, it's not about how have you grown necessarily, it's just about how things are different It's just about how you are different in the areas of your life to a year ago. And then you can reflect on whether you're comfortable or uncomfortable with that difference. Number five is what new skills did you learn? We don't need to limit this just to work. It can be, again, across any of the areas of your life. But I love thinking about this one because often we don't look at ourselves as people with skills. We just think, oh, we just do these things. But really, we have so many skills. And when you grow and learn you're building on skills and I think it's really cool to highlight them um, a bit more to the side like specifically within a work context whatever skills you've built on this year strengthened grown or acquired a really good thing to do around this time of year is to add them to your resume add them to your LinkedIn profile because otherwise you really only update these things when you're looking for a new job And often it's hard to go back and think, you know, of everything you've done every year. It doesn't always spring to mind. So if you use this little reflection and there are things relevant to a professional setting, then update your resumes so you don't forget what those things are. And you can also add skills on LinkedIn, which is really good for when other people are looking for people with your skills and qualities as well. Something I started doing a little while ago, and I urge you to do this, whether you're looking for a new job or not, because it makes it so much easier the next time you need to update your resume. You could even just send yourself an email with the things and then just put it in a folder where you save like all your new experience and your skills. So when it comes to writing your resume, you have those examples ready to go. The last one is a deep one, but extremely profound and powerful. And that is, did you live by your core values? It's a deep one because it requires you to actually identify and start at the place of, well, what are my values, if you're not sure? And then on top of that, it asks you to reflect on whether you've upheld those. So in the context of a year, you may say overall, yeah, I've upheld my values, but there may be moments where you didn't. And I love this as a question to finish on because it gives us an indication what values should be at the forefront and priority for the new year. I know sometimes... Thinking about our values can feel a bit arbitrary, can feel a bit like I don't really know what the options of values are. Like, I feel like I've been in that position before. People talk about core values and I'm like, well, like I have core values, but I don't really know how to describe them. So what I've done in the show notes is I've put a link to some examples and a full list of core values, some of which include things like loyalty, optimism, respect. So I want you to, if you're not confident in what your core values are, have a click on that link. And it's going to feel overwhelming because you're probably like, I have 30 core values that I connect with. But you want to maybe do that. Just go through once, identify all the ones you connect with, and then you want to start ranking them and having just a top five. From there, you can then reflect on the year and ask yourself if you lived by those five core values this year. Reflect on how you did, how you're happy with how you upheld them. And if not, where you had moments that maybe you didn't uphold them or they weren't as important as what they should have been. And this will give you an incredibly powerful understanding of what core values should be guiding you into the new year and also be front of mind as you make decisions, as you enter new relationships or ventures or experiences, because you have these core values at front of mind. A subsection to this, if you want to go just that little bit deeper, is you can ask yourself What negative core values featured in 2022? So often these are disguised as limiting beliefs as well. So for example, a belief that you don't deserve good things or you're not worthy of a relationship or you're not good enough. Again, that link that I've put with the examples of core values also has a list of examples of negative core values. And you can have a look and read through and see if any of those were really guiding you this year. Again, really powerful insight for you to, number one, bring awareness to it. And we know that awareness is the kickstarter of change. And number two, give you some really strong perspective as to what you want to shift and change in the new year. Do you want to have another year that's guided by that negative core value? Or do you want to put more emphasis on the positive core values? And if so, what are they? So really powerful one to end on. and awareness that's going to not only give you such a strong reflection of 2022, but really, really give you some clarity, vision and parameters for where you want to go and what you want to focus on in 2023. I will be doing a similar episode to kind of kickstart 2023 with some powerful reflective questions So stick around for that. I am going to have a little break this year. I'm just going to take one week off over the new year. So the first week of January, but we will be back on the 12th of January with that reflective episode and so much goodness to kickstart 2023. I'm going to be integrating all of your feedback into my plan and vision for the new year. So again, take the time now to leave your thoughts there and you can even put in like specific episode requests for topics. So if there's something that's been on your mind or something you want me to dive deep into, now's the time to pop that through. But I just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a safe holiday, and just a really blissful time to recharge your energy, reconnect with yourself, and reground with the things that matter most to you. I'm so grateful that... You're a balancer, you show up every week and you're doing the work alongside me. This self-growth journey thing can feel very isolating. And I know whoever is on the other side listening to this right now is someone very aligned with my own thoughts, my vision. And to me, that is so special. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Even if I don't know you personally, I feel your energy and it's what keeps me going every week, every month, every year. So thank you for turning up, for being here and get excited for 2023. Have a beautiful break and I'll see you guys all on the other side of this year. Until then, stay balanced.